This is Rebecca Lowe, or Rebecca Lua, if you listen to Suboptimal Radio, and you are listening to Men in Blazers on the NBC Sports Network. It's unbelievable! Welcome to a Men in Blazers pod special. Five words. Thank God the Premier League is back. All right, all right, that, that's seven words. But I'm a bit discombobulated right now because, you know, Liverpool are still in the driver's seat. So to celebrate this moment in time, over the holiday, we had John Oliver of last week tonight into talk about Liverpool's season of wonder thus far. He is such an amazing man. So we decided to release our conversation as a pod as well. We've had John on now for five straight seasons. It's something we don't take for granted, partially because he's quite brilliant in terms of just improvising nuggets of wisdom, stuff that we work on day in, day out. He just absolutely strolls into the studio and crushes. But it's also been remarkable over the five years he's come in just to look at how Liverpool have changed in that time. Back from the days when... Brendan Rodgers' mob were just committed to aspirational failure. And then in comes Jurgen Klopp with his hugs and his swagger and his joy. Oh, a Teutonic care bear. Little do we know, behind the scenes, he was mounting an epic Harvard case study of transformational leadership. And at the same time, John's expectations have changed year to year. So to take with him at this epic juncture when Liverpool had just taken over for Manchester City in the title race. It was almost as if to capture history as it was being written. He's so passionate. He's so smart. He's so into his football. It matters so much to him. We're going to release this as a pod so that GFOPs around the world can savour this for once. Non-suboptimal Men in Blazers content. Remember, this was recorded for television. So some of what you'll hear... Oh, it will make even less sense than normal. Maybe that's a good thing. But we thought it was worth putting out because of just how amazing John is. Here it is. John Oliver's fifth annual Men in Blazers State of the Nation. Welcome to the Men in Blazers show. The man joining us, host of Emmy Award winning last week tonight on HBO, massive Liverpool fan, the one and only Mr. John Oliver. Thank you for having me, gentlemen, an honour, a pleasure, an annual tradition. Uh, A man who combines the accents of Arlo White, the good looks of Robbie Earl, (laughs) and the giant brain in the bottle that is Robert Musto. You are the perfect specimen, John Oliver. The brain of Robbie Musto. What a Frankenstein you just described. (laughs) Put it it out of its misery. Meaty French forehead. Last time you were with us, you joked about Liverpool being good for the eyes and bad for the heart. Yes. What is your Garmin heart rate monitor watcher's assessment? Well, right now. do you know what? What they're bad for is the innate pessimism that is in the British soul. Because you think yeah. it can't happen, surely. Man City win the league. They obviously win the league. We do what we do best, which is lose to Man City with panache. There's no yeah. shame in that. We managed Absolutely to climb. no shame. The kiln of failure is the pottery that produces British people. Oh. But could they win it? Could they win it? Could they? Could it? Could it be? 
could good. It could. It could happen. It could. Happen. That's enough. That's There's enough. No, that's doubt enough about it. That's enough. Now. It's enough. That's it's enough. like, it's like, it's <laughs> like England. At, we're discussing it. It's like England at the World Cup this year. Wait, you're hold on. We could win the World Cup. Yeah. That's enough. That's enough. Now that's it doesn't enough. matter. Yeah, as an Evertonian, I live for could. Yeah, yeah. I aspire to could. You're nowhere Nothing near it. Could. You're nowhere near could, Rob. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Okay, every season is a hero's journey, John. We want to travel back to the source of the river, to the halcyon days mm -hmm. of August. And Liverpool kicked off the season against West Ham yes. at Anfield yes. and comprehensively dismantled them four goals to nil. Salah scored early and he's gone on to score often to prove he's no one-season wonder. Oh. But have you sensed, John? <laughs> There's a change in Mo. The smile's rarer. He celebrates his goals with more of a smirk this season. Post his run-in with Sergio Ramos's dark arts in the Champions League final. Nietzsche used to say, battle not with monsters, lest ye become a monster. And if you gaze into the abyss, the abyss also looks into you. Do you not think he's come back harder, like an innocent child who's been exposed to the tree evil of men? John. It's possible. And I will be honest, I was worried about that until I saw the selfless gesture of him giving his Man of the Match award over to James Milner. <laughs> I have to congratulate him for his amazing career. He deserved it today. Yeah. It seemed authentic <laughs> to me, just saying, I cannot take it. Do not give it to me. 500 games of whatever he does. I think it's a different sport than I play, but I'm happy to be playing it together. <laughs> Don't do James Milner like that. Every band needs a bass player. Yeah, he might be the best bass player in the world. He might be Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> <laughs> He also, as an older gentleman, has yeah. a kind of body fat percentage, which I yeah. find suspicious, yeah. like Flea. Okay, with that win against West Ham, Liverpool shot off the line oh, yeah. on a run of wonder, off John. A pristine start to the campaign that left Jurgen Klopp miming the use of power tools on the sideline. <laughs> but it was a different Liverpool. He went out and you got Alisson. That's yeah. right. Brazilian Mr. Darcy, Ali. the perfect Ali. man. Ali. For $84 million every cent well spent, John. Every single cent. He makes you feel safer just having him around. <laughs> Even the fact he's been called Ali, Ali shows Ali. that he's been taken to the heart of Scouts. It's all right, all right. Yeah. Alison, that's nice. Yeah, it's a girl. It's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> we call you Ali. It's Ali. Good save, Ali. But Elvis Costello's muse, mm -hmm. John, is not the lone debonair lockdown member of Liverpool's new look rearguard. Yeah. Arise. Virgil van Dijk, oh. who like an epic oh. hero from his Augustan period's namesake's own chronicles, has valoriously won battle after battle at the heart of Liverpool's back line. How much joy do you get watching him with a crunching tackle and then be able to find a midfield feat with a perfectly weighted ball It's jump? not so even so much joy as the way you would admire a statue, because there's a statuesque <laughs> quality to yeah. him. Botticelli. Physically, is that what you're telling me? Yeah, absolutely. It's, carved. it's all marble. You just remove everything from a block of marble that is not Virgil van Dijk. <laughs> Troy Deeney summed up Virgil's power. Yeah. He said, I hate going up against van Dijk, Fat Drake said. He <laughs> said he's too big, <laughs> too strong, yeah. too quick, too good on the ball, loves fighting, <clears throat> and has got a good head of hair. Plus, again, not to blame a point, his name sounds spectacular in a scouse yeah. mouth. Okay, Veg. Veg. Bitch, there's a song-like quality to that. Bitch and Ali. Beefing up that back line yeah. has come at some cost. A remarkable season, but often grinding out results kind of campaign in a way heavy metal football didn't require last year. Liverpool True. are much more proficient, but is it, for John Oliver, less fun to watch? The optimist in you says you have to build the foundations of a Sistine Chapel before you let Michelangelo in there. <laughs> oh. So what you've got here is you have poured the concrete. Mickey, yeah. okay. before you let Mickey in there. Mickey, yeah. don't, don't waggle your yeah. paper or shut out. I've not finished yeah. letting the concrete die. Yeah. So, no, it's, 
<laughs> the, I think the foundations are there now, so now you can let your painters yeah. climb up in the ceiling and start waggling their brushes around. Oh, Go on, Waggle your brushes, boys. <laughs> waggle your brushes. Go on, I love Go it. On, I love Go on, it. Mickey <laughs> Another newcomer, John Klopp, yes. has picked the lock with a pocket-sized sledgehammer oh, acquired yes. in the off-season. Oh. We're talking Swiss, Albanian, Kosovan, Snooky, Jerdan Shakiri. That's right. Look at it, that bowling ball. He's perfectly square, isn't he? He's, he's so, so dense. He'd be a nightmare in a bar squabble. That <laughs> yeah. guy is going to start <laughs> yeah. swinging up a cup. Squabble. Isn't he? <laughs> squabble. He's so often stepped into play behind that devil's triangle at Salam, Mane and Firmino. It's been one of the surprises of the season. When he arrived... Did you, John Oliver, think he gelled with Liverpool's first-team culture? I didn't until, I don't know if you saw, that, like, again, if you spend too much time on the intricacies of the Liverpool time? website. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. it's a grey area, isn't it? Yeah. I would make the case that it's very hard to spend too much time. <laughs> when he arrived and he's doing all these silly little points at the camera, yeah. and he's all, hey, hey, guys, and you think, yeah. oh, you might just be a little scally. You might just be like a rock-solid scally. Yeah. And there is a cheekiness to him, which I think in terms of weaning yourself off, Mot joie de vivre this year. Yeah. It has helped to have that kind of like enticing, illuminating smile of a Jordan Shakira. What do you think they call him? Like Jid. Jid. No, they call him Shaq. 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 <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it's all good. Look, this is not an exact science, but uh, yeah. it has been. It a is an exact it's, science. It's, it's been a little unusual the way that Klopp signings have gelled so instantly, and I do think they all sound good in a Liverpoolian accent. <laughs> Ali, Verge, Shaq. It's all there. That could be yeah. the secret. Okay, the sum of all those one-syllable parts, John, that we've been discussing, yeah. led to 13 games unbeaten to begin the season, yes. with the derby against <sighs> Everton looming. Mm -hmm. And with that game heading for a certain nil-nil draw mm -hmm. in the 96th minute... Blow right. the whistle. Oh, blow the whistle. Happened. Do not blow the whistle. God. Don't you blow the whistle. <laughs> Here it is. No, look at it, Rog. Look at it. Look, what's that? Look at one bounce, two bounce. Perfect. Perfect. After tiny draw. Jordan Pickford, the Tyrion Lannister of yes. elite goalkeepers, yes. had just plucked a tragedy right out of the mm -hmm. Loris Carrius playbook. <laughs> when the pain couldn't get any more Tracy chapman <laughs> Klopp charges onto the live field of play. That's a right. blur of Schadenfreude and farcically white teeth. Mm. Rub it in, why don't you? Very legal and very cool. I've got absolutely no problem with that, Rog. I've got absolutely no problem with that. I know there was a lot of controversy afterwards in terms of, yeah, but if Mourinho had done it, there would have been a different reaction. Of course, yeah. because Mourinho isn't... <laughs> so, there has to be two different rules. It was an expression of joy. And oh, are we going to outlaw that, FA? Please, that FA, outlaw it, whatever it takes. Outlaw joy? Now. You're going to stamp on that? Yeah. The concept of joy? If well, I Ro can't Ro have any... If you know anything about Rod, she doesn't enjoy joy. <laughs> That's not his bag. My rule in life is if I can't have any of it, no one else should. OK, Klopp did admit <laughs> to being a little out of line when he ran onto yes. the field from the touchline. But how can anyone be mad at a man, as you suggested, yes. when he's capable of these type of news conference yes, musings? Yes, the, the greatest. So it's a very important game tomorrow. How are you going to play against Paris tomorrow? <laughs> Very erotic voice, by the way, <laughs> the translator. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> wow. Again, please. <laughs> <laughs> he 
gets to run on the field. Yeah. He does individually because <laughs> he's the Pele of post-match interviews. Role. He's raised the whole game yeah. because that could sound, in someone else's mouth, that yeah. could sound slightly creepy. Right, yeah. he's sexualising a press conference. But there is a boyish quality <laughs> to him, the slow reveal of the suspiciously yeah. white teeth. His smile, it's almost in slow motion, like a yeah, proscenium right. arch, the curtains part, and you realise <laughs> yeah. what work has been done by a set designer. We've got to pull this all together. We're going to go big mm -hmm. picture. When you first came on the show, yeah. Yeah. Liverpool, more popular in my mind, because they're in the Brendan Rodgers era. Oh. How, how would you describe <laughs> Brendan to children watching who were fortunate enough not to have witnessed him, John? He's an important early figure in the narrative. Without Brendan, you can't have Jürgen. And therefore, we should value what Brendan brought us, oh, which was Jürgen wow. eventually. He was also a man <laughs> big on the alternative facts before we even knew we were living in a post-truth society. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Liverpool were that bad. Back then, you said, all I want yes. is for Liverpool to play five good passes a game, and that would make That's me right. happy. Yeah. That's true. Klopp comes in. Daddy Jürgen, you score goals for fun. You believe again. The summit suddenly feels within reach. The clouds are parting. But then Manchester City come along. Move the targets. Not enough for you to be good anymore. Not enough for you to be unbeaten. To right. have the club's best start in 126 yeah. year history. Yeah. You almost have to be perfect now. They've changed the rules on you. A bit like an election in Georgia. Mm. How much does that piss you off, John Oliver? You know, can a greyhound be angry at a furry rabbit that's making it run faster? <laughs> Man City is the furry rabbit. Man City is that furry rabbit. Okay, got it. I like a greyhound <laughs> reference. <laughs> Oh, I hope in a thousand years, yeah. when society has destroyed itself, archaeologists only find this videotape <laughs> and then they muse on that piece of wisdom that you yeah. just dropped. Yeah. I hate to ask this. If Liverpool are a greyhound, City are a rabbit, what are Everton, John? Everton are a hamster in a <laughs> class of troubled children. Yeah. On a wheel. On a wheel, round spinning and round, round same, and round and the round. The same wheel again and again and again. Desperately not wanting the, everyone gets the hamster home for a week. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Facts. Okay, coming up on the Men in Blazer show, we talk mm -hmm. Maurizio Sarri bringing yeah. Italian non-casual oh. to the Premier League touchline. Welcome oh. back to the Men in Blazer show presented by AT&T with special guest, the man who started the hashtag let's not get after it <laughs> social media movement. He ain't lifting no pig. Host <laughs> of last week tonight on HBO, the one and only John Oliver. Oh, the man you. who England traded to America in return for Sandra <laughs> O in Killing Eve. Now we want to hit some of the other big storylines of the Premier League this season, starting yeah. with Pep Guardiola's oh. almost droid-like Manchester City. City's problems, they're all geopolitical. Tax avoidance, yes. financial True. doping. Yeah. True. And, you know, just a myriad of ethical issues from being mm -hmm. owned by a dictatorship. What? Does that ruin things for you a little bit? Of course, it puts an asterisk on everything. But it's at least an example of something wonderful being done with blood money. <laughs> so, yeah, like the Colosseum in Rome, built in the most appalling circumstances. But, yeah. you know, undeniably nice to look at. Very, very pretty. Good yeah. very, very attractive. Cognitive yeah. dissonance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is hard to square this circle. <laughs> okay, we yeah. head to my beloved Chelsea. Yes. An, an almost, I'm going to say almost, likeable 
We're transitioning into likability. It was a low bar. It was a low bar. I miss Abramovich shots. Sitting there. Somewhere on an island. That's right. Oh, that's right. Certainly not in a box in London. Certainly not in a box in London. No, that's right. It would be nice to have like a little camera of him wherever he is with that sense of, you'll make a mistake and kill him. That kind of Caesar-like. In a speedo. There may still be a dark underpinning, but there is a lightness and a joy back at Chelsea. The surprise package of the season, a new friend who's taught us that simple things in life, like a game of bocce, a six-pack of Peroni, <laughs> and a duty-free carton full of Marlborough Reds. Those are the things that really matter. I think you got to let him smoke. I think <laughs> that's, we've had the top exception. I think now we got the Sari rule. I just think just the Sari rule is Sari alone, as an old Italian man, <laughs> yeah. is allowed to smoke. Because it's too humiliating <laughs> to watch him just put a little piece of wood. It's in not going to influence children unless yeah. they want to be an old Italian man. Chelsea, you might not make the top four, but you'll always make it to Flavor Country. <laughs> At this point of the season, <laughs> I'll country. take Flavor Country. You got to admire his style, though. That day release cool, the sideline hospital scrubs. Excuse me, sir, why are you out of your room? <laughs> <laughs> you would not be surprised if he would turn around and the back of his outfit was completely open, would you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank God they told him to put the gown facing forwards. Yeah. He's basically got a tracksuit. <laughs> it's just tied together with one piece of string at the back, just for easier access for him. Coming up on the Men in Blazer show, we talk John Oliver to football. Welcome back to the Men in Blazer show presented by AT&T with special guest, the Philippe Coutinho of political <laughs> no. comedy, oh, no, host no, no. of last... It's a callback, it's a callback. <laughs> I'm not host the Host of Coutinho. last week tonight on HBO, John Oliver. I am barely the Steve McMahon of political comedy. <laughs> oh, you are. You, you're, like, you're like Piers Morgan, but sane, intelligent, and, and well, human. Nothing, nothing, no, nothing what you said like after it did not take away the original <laughs> sin of that reference. <laughs> I agree, I agree, I agree. You've had that coming, John oh, Okay, John, we've got to ask. That is a two-footed challenge oh, of a was. comparison. It That's up. over the ball. Over red the card, ball. red card. Never it is often happier. said football is the most important, least important thing in the world. Our world is not in the greatest shape. Football, Fringy on the news. other hand, yes. looking pretty good. It we is. had a great World Cup, yes. Premier League title race, yes. Champions League, going to the playoff stages. Does the solace football provides last beyond the 90 minutes for you? Or only while you're watching the games? Ooh, football has always been an emotional anaesthetic. And so when you apply it, you cannot feel the pain that is present. Mm. And yeah, probably it wanes, isn't it? Like after a wonderful moment, like a very funny goal, uh, destroying yeah. the uh, hearts and souls of Everton, yeah. it tapers off slower. So, yeah. you know, you, you get the benefit <laughs> yeah. for longer. Pleasure yeah. at other people's misery is yeah. the best kind of pleasure. <laughs> what David is really saying is, does anything we see on the film matter? Because ultimately, we're all going to die. Viewers, Thanks, we'll let Rog. you Thank think you about that, that one at home. Dust but in the wind of history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that too. <laughs> You've come on our show for the past four years. You've yeah. dropped opinions on Brendan Rodgers and Rog. his tan regimen, Bobby Firmino's teeth. Yeah. But the one territory we'd never ventured into. Yeah, never gone there. What is John Oliver, Emmy Award winning broadcaster like as a footballer? What were you like as a oh. kid, John? Well, yeah. let me tell you, what I was was predominantly and solely left-footed. Now, That's that, a good thing. it was a very good thing. What that meant was that it got me into teams that I would not exist in if I did not provide the left side strength. Like the England national team, yeah. <laughs> I remember there was one time our, uh, our manager came in, our manager, <laughs> our manager, <laughs> someone's <laughs> dad. Okay, came right, in. Someone's dad, allegedly. <laughs> came I thought you were going to get like Tim Sherwood. Yeah. Tim Sherwood. Yeah. Yeah. One kid's dad came yeah. in at half time and he said, uh, that was disgusting. Why can't you be 
more like Oliver. And I was thinking, this is great. This is fantastic. He's about to do a speech extolling my virtues as a left-sided powerhouse. He, said, he says, he knows he's <laughs> but he runs around more than any of you. Yeah. Wow. You were James Milner before there was yeah, James exactly. Milner. <laughs> exactly. What are you like now, John Oliver? Because we actually know a few people who played against you in a media tournament. Word yeah. is, you are sneaky good. You're go Aspas-esque almost. Oh, really? Yeah. I would take that, yeah. What I like to do is not exceed my limitations, which come pretty quickly. So I'll be more like a Jan Mulby pocket passer. I'll spring some balls around. I'll try and make people around me better. Greg wow. Berhalter, are you watching? <laughs> I'm going to get this a US call up if it Before kills me. Before we go, meninblazers.com <laughs> on the internet, at meninblazers on Twitter, Facebook, forward slash meninblazers, uh, at meninblazers on Instagram, meninblazers at gmail.com. We wrote a book, Rog. Oh, it's unreadable. But yeah. John Oliver, oh, we want to thank you for all you do. You are the sword in the darkness, the watcher on the walls, the fire that burns against the cold, the light that brings the dawn, the horn that wakes the sleepers, and the shield that guards the realms of men. We're all better off because of it. I'm the canary in the coal mine and I got a cough. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one more thing to do, Roger. Let's turn out the lights. Most important thing to remember in 2019, don't jewel, kids. <laughs>